What's, What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Period. Oh, what it is, yo? What's up? Got your oh, podcast why and we standing up. I'm like out in a song because I showed him to say, <laughs> Who am I cunt to? <laughs> oh my God. It's, I was just thinking about this recently how cunt is. An offensive word in the white community, but it's a compliment in the black community. I think it's just the black um, gay community. I mean, I feel like now it's expanding because even before, like, now we've been saying cunt since Bother Days, which is like 2009. But even back then, it was still considered kind of offensive. But I don't know. I've been hearing a lot of like girlies saying it now, cunty. Well, I always associate with the black gay community, but I guess I was just trying to draw the parallels of. Well, the differences on how the word is being used because it's always been an offensive term in the white community. They be like, "You cunt," and she's you like, cunt. "Oh my god, how rude!" Never, I'm like, "Girl, start voguing." If I'm being honest, I don't know just because because um, I'm one of the girls, but that word <laughs> I never understood why that word was offensive. Yeah, I know it's like you calling me a pussy. I guess that's what it is. You call somebody pussy, it's offensive. You know, and that that just goes into massage noir because. You oh, call saying a dude acting like a b word is saying he acting like a woman. Saying a dude did something is gay is saying is pretty much saying he acting like a woman. No shade. Did say he cut somebody is cunt. That's got something to do with a woman. Calling somebody a pussy. Dang, y'all hate women. It's time okay. for the men to rise up. Guns down, what? books up, my brother. Okay. Anyway, you know all right, so. We're going to get right into it this week. Okay. I have a Black Biz of the Week now. I got... Sorry, uh, I sent you that. That's so, that's so far. I, I want that. I'm sorry. I'm going to look at it after we were recording. Because yeah, I don't want to lose this page. I had to look up. Go ahead. Okay, y'all. So, my friend, she recently had a baby shower and a birthday party. I feel like she had a baby shower birthday party. I can't recall, but... um. I, it was it was looking lit. So anyway, every time she posted something, I'm like, who did that? Who did it? I'm talking about the caterer, the balloons, the cookies, the everything. Because I'm playing a birthday party myself, and her stuff looked so good. Now, I could have asked her from the event if I was invited, but I wasn't. And that's okay, because we're not close friends. We're good friends, but we ain't close friends. You know what I'm saying? I just want to throw that in there. <laughs> but anyway, so my girl, um, her name's Chanel. She sent me this lady who did you know basically there has been uh, at least for myself i have been seeing an uptick in like custom cookies right cookies that have your name on them your birthday your picture etc cetera, etc cetera. and she had custom cookies for her baby shower now backtrack i had already been following a custom cookie maker um that was local to atlanta but i don't think it's a black owned business and i do pre- put preferential um <laughs> I put a preference on black owned business so that money can continue to circulate amongst my people uh, before stepping outside those uh, restri- those boundaries per se. So anyway, the page she sent me does cookies just as good as the other one. So I'm like, shoot, I'm going to just go with them. You know what I'm saying? So we got, now I have not utilized them yet, but I do plan to get my, I'm going to get myself some custom cookies for my birthday just because just a little random thing to do. But um, the page is pretty dope cookies on Instagram. Pretty dope cookies spelled exactly how you expect it to be um spelled. But she actually does a really I mean, seriously, y'all just go on the page and you can just look at all the different things she's done. She's done them for um like birthday parties, uh, baby showers. I mean, it's like look at this, Drake. I'm finna send you um I'm finna send you one of the ones she did. 
Well, she got a lot of them, truth be told. I don't even know which one to send. You know what I don't like? I don't like when people exclusively do reels. And so the thumbnail be the picture you want to see. And then you go on their page. And now you got to watch the whole goddamn video just to get the um the thumbnail. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Huh. To get to the to the picture. Let me see. Yeah, it looks like she got mostly real. I'm gonna just send you her page and then you would just um have a gather, a gander. But anyway, so okay. yeah, check her out. Pretty dope cookies on Instagram. Um she is local to Atlanta. She offers rush orders in some cases. So check them out and uh, I'll let y'all know when I utilize them because apparently the cookies look good and taste good. And that's always a concern. Especially when back when the, the custom cake thing was super popular, the cakes wouldn't be hitting on nine, but the cakes would be all cool though. Look like a Cadillac rolling on a basketball. Mm. I had to Anyhow, this one I probably didn't know. Sorry. It's okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't even gonna say nine. Okay. Okay, this something this you know in, in similar similar uh thoughts as the cunt thing. So the other day I was in Kennesaw, right? And mm-hmm. um, you know, going to crumple cookie, no big deal. And there's this loud truck coming through the parking lot, loud playing boosted, wipe me down. I'm just like, Oh, okay, I'm in Kennesaw. Okay. And I turns to my right and it's a white man. And and that's fine. I'm not, I don't even have a problem with that. But the reaction to the people around this parking lot were on were giving celebratory. But I feel like if the driver was a black man, they would be like, turn that down. Yeah. I just wanted to share that. It bothered me. And there's so much that I wrote a note about it in um in my phone. Because I'm like, Oh my god. Why is this acceptable? But if we was doing it, it's not. Um that's all. You know what's so crazy? Um I feel like that happens a lot in Georgia. And in California, for the majority of the part, you have a space to kind of be who you want to be as a black person out here without getting stared at until you get into um, a professional setting, I guess. Like, say, for mm-hmm. instance, like, you can be who you want to be. Like, I could be hood as hood as I want to be until I get into, until I'm trying to work for the Oscars. Or do something mm-hmm. like that. And then it's all like, you know, all these stipulations and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I think because I grew up in a city that is like what you're saying, that I I like automatically be feeling like I have to censor myself around groups of people. And then just imagine living in a city like L.A. where the majority of the people are white. Well, that's what so I'm it's, saying. It's like he he could go to the hood or the suburbs and get and get them same celebratory looks. Because people love when a white person is black yeah. and Jason. As much as they say they hate it, they also like like that twerk video from that white girl that I keep seeing on Twitter. It's like, oh, it's cool when they do it. I don't know. The self-hatred is weird. But anyway, I'm not that the self-hatred for um the Kennesaw community. But I just thought it was the response or reaction was very interesting because it bothered me either way. Turn that junk down. Uh-uh. I don't care where I'm at. Yeah. No, I feel like that's what any, any, anything for real because... um. Uh, people always say like they'll support somebody else doing the same thing you doing. They just want to support you because it's you. Exactly because exactly. the color of your skin. Anyhow, no, I ain't even the color of your skin. It could be your friend. Your friend support like for me. Like I do makeup and and it'll be a friend that won't support me. Not saying this happens, but I'm just saying a person that'll not support me, but then they'll support somebody like Arrogant Tay. Not to use him as a. I'm using yeah, him as an yeah. example, but not you know what I'm saying. 
And it's like, girl, now how we you just don't even know him. from the race. Let's get onto this. Ma- let's get. Let's talk about what you're talking about. Now, I have a conflicted. I'm saying. I, have a I'm saying this. I see a lot of times people talk about like you know that people, friends or loved ones, won't support their business, but um, will support somebody else's. I do. I do totally understand that, I, especially if it's a similar or comparable service. But I also believe if you don't, if you just legit don't like that service, you shouldn't have to book it just because. That's your friend, and just because your the sure. friend, just because just because you think that not, and I'm not talking about you specifically, but just because you think your product or service is great doesn't mean that it's gonna be viewed that same way by others. But I always feel conflicted about that because um, even with this birthday planning thing I've been doing, I know a couple different people that um offer services that I want, and they are significantly cheaper, but they don't necessarily have the quality that I'm looking for, or mm-hmm. they're not um. They don't, I don't trust, I don't know their business acumen. Like I, I see what they do. I don't really know what, it, when it comes to the day of event, are they going to be late? Are they going to be a little bit more lenient because it's me and stuff like that. So I would rather spend more, honestly, truly speaking, I would rather spend more elsewhere for someone that I know has tip top business, has no bias towards me and is going to deliver that service just like anybody else. But I've had too many times where I've supported someone that I know directly and they are the service is not there, but the money was there. I paid for it. You know what I'm saying? So anyhow, but I, um, I even see that about people's like, they talking about they posts on social media and it's like, well, maybe people just didn't like the post. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I understand there's an algorithm. That's a totally different subject, but just because it's you and just cause you like the picture, I don't mean everybody else do. I don't know. Which I get. And I'm not, I'm not saying that I don't even indulge in stuff like that, but I don't Now I'm not saying that I get offended by that all the time. I get, it just depends on the circumstances of the situation. Um, yeah. No, I yeah. agree. And especially like I expense. even had a friend, I had a person that I know instead of asking me to do their makeup, keep in mind, I don't keep my prices on my website or nothing. So they don't know how much I charge or anything. That would turn me away too. It's like, no, I only want to ask because now like I'm playing. People be like, serious inquiries only. What happened to calls? Somebody has asked me if I know a makeup artist. Okay, see, no, 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 no. See, that's a little different. That's actually, see, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That would offend me because it's like, if you are truly looking for another makeup artist, don't ask me because you ain't even, you know, yeah, yeah that's a little you different. Ain't, yeah, you yeah. ain't even reach out to me initially, you know, but yeah, I mean, no, that's, I agree. That's, you know, it's it even some people that I know that do hair and they, they have always been like, let me do your hair. And I'm like, the thing is, my hairstylist is so tip top. With how oh, girl. I cannot people afford to risk. Yeah, it's... I can't find nobody to do my locks. I allow everybody in the room to do locks. Yeah, I and then you get. <clears throat> No. Then they do your locks and that junk like a, a darn um a plant or something. It's just okay. I don't know. I'm very particular about where I spend. Even if people, I mean, I it's all kinds of services I've I know people directly to offer, but I I just know what their service experience is like, and I'm very strict on how what kind of service I experience. So anyhow, um okay, let's get into shop talk. I um basically Monica got a new man. Okay, and uh. She been seeing out with him. That's cool. Do your thing. And somebody was like, dang, she just left C-Murder. And she apparently, she basically her response was, I ain't even mentioned C-Murder in two years. And somebody asked her what happened. <laughs> and this lady said, well, here it is in short. I got my heart broken again. And that's okay. I learned yet another valuable lesson. I went through it, got over it, and now I can laugh about it. Life continues. 
I feel great that though though he I feel great that through it he has representation to one day be free. Let's move forward. Ma'am, how you let a man in prison break your heart? I saw that and I said, I'ma just shut up. Monica Lily wrote should have known better. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why this is why I and this is why I understand kinda like why Fantasia won't perform some of her old music because she living a different life. But even though that that ain't the same thing. I didn't even know Monica, that was the thing. I didn't even know that. So, girl, why I was I was crying because not crying for real, but I was crying laughing because like she really don't be wanting to sing free yourself or stuff like that. Like Ooh, she gets mad at people now. for that. She gets Dang. mad at people for trying to get her to sing certain songs like and so I was watching, I was looking at a post maybe like two weeks ago and it said Fantasia's very last time performing Free Yourself and she was getting the Holy Ghost. I was in this mother crying. That's what I get when I hear that song. I'm going to start recording, re- uh, performing it. You know, Monica, they be like close no enough. Monica, Monica know better, but Monica is also one of, I ain't, gonna, I ain't even going to say nothing. Well, that's um, what I'm going to say. I'm, I get I'm, so- I'm just not surprised. Really? Dang. I mean, me as I guess. You know, but when she said I learned yet another valuable lesson, I'm like, it took this. I don't know. This Now, this might be the judging spirit in me, but when people be like, I'm finally learning to do this. I'm finally learning to do this. I'm finally learning not to keep people around that don't mean with me well. I'm like, you didn't learn that when you was eight? You, so, I'm conflicting on stuff like that because I'm that person sometimes, sometimes, sometimes with certain situations. I feel like I have an issue with feeling like I could possibly ch- um, change people's perspective just because of my approach and just the type of person that I am. And so it takes me going through something to realize that I am not able to do that. Now, I think I can understand that if it's a unique situation, but you mean to tell me that Monica didn't think that dating a man in prison was a good idea. That she already dated in the past and he ended up in prison. Right. You know um, what I'm saying? It's one thing for him to be a free I, man. I, 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 me personally, um, I wouldn't have been caught in no situation like that anyway. Not dating. Like I could have I could have like made peace with him and and exactly you know, that's sure what I'm saying and all this other stuff, but what? No. Ain't he out of jail? No, that's not C one. No, he's BG not. Yeah, BG is out. And I think C Murder got Kim K working on his case now. But I if I'm not mistaken, Monica and C Murder broke up solely because he went to prison. So I can truly understand if based around that situation she believed him. And so it was one of those like, I'm gonna let you be free. We're gonna work this out. Okay, cool. But you let all these decades I don't know, whatever. I mean, she I also don't even know what her type is. I mean, you dated Rocco, you was married to Shannon Brown. She was sneaking on. Like you had something going on with Kodak Black. In trouble. Oh. She definitely loved hood dudes, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. But I guess to me, it's just like some things. And again, this my judgy spirit. I feel like some things should be common sense, especially when you got. And I'm assuming it's her pen. When you got a pen, and I, I know this happens a lot. People can give advice, excellent advice on a situation where they're not even taking their own advice. I get it, but I just. I don't know. But you know what? She knows C Murder very well, obviously, and so who knows what those conversations was like. But I, and maybe she thought that she saw so much motion happening that he really was about to get out soon. And so it just was like, you know what? But I, I, I would look at it a little bit differently if he got released 
and they reconnect. It's like, okay, well, they can pick up where they left off. He's a different man, whatever. But mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I don't know. But when people say stuff like, I, um, I'm finally learning that I shouldn't keep friends around that stab me in the back or that talk about me. And it's just like, baby, you got one Could time. Okay, this is a this is a, a very spicy question in a way, but could you ever date somebody who went to prison? Who went to prison? Yeah, I could, but it, it does absolutely depend on what they did because I think that a lot of things are nuanced. Like sometimes people be in situations they truly could not. You like for example, there are people that are scammers, right? I don't, I don't, I don't support scamming by any means necessary. But you can absolutely, we have all stolen something before and we could have gotten arrested for that one thing that could have been enough to give us fair time. You know what I mean? And so I think that's something like that. But if they killed someone or if they were a drunk driver or if they hurt a woman or hurt a child, hurt anybody, honestly, an innocent person, then I can't support it. But let's say that they got into a fight defending themselves and it went a little bit too far. I can, with context, I could probably understand and maybe maybe consider it but it's really tough for me because um i never dated a jailer uh, actually <laughs> yes i did but i ain't <laughs> i know but anyways um uh, but no i it just it would i just think that there are very few instances where i would be okay with it because nine times out of ten they probably did that job and yeah. I think that so much happens in prison or jail that could change somebody for the worse, regardless of who they were before they went in there. So do I want to deal with that? I don't know. As somebody that has suffered from PTSD, I can't imagine both of us dealing with trauma from very dramatically different situations. What about you? Um, That would be kind of hypocritical on my end just because I'm a person that went to jail multiple times. Um. And see, even with your case, look at how young you were. And not to make excuses, but it really changed your life around. But if we're talking about in our late 30s and you going to jail for shoplifting, I'm regardless of how tough times was, I'm going to have to look at it from a different kind of lens. I think that for me, I just think about like the mentality of people who I know that has that either won't leave because in, in a sense, not wanting to leave the hood is a prison to me because you're you're literally limiting yourself to resources limiting yourself to the 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 world so you don't know mm-hmm. that much so in a way that's given like a prison um so just circumstance circumstantial i guess like yeah like i watched this i i, I follow well i don't follow but i be coming across tiktoks or people who like have done prison time and now they're like these very very wealthy people or they just have something good going on and they got their life together now so i appreciate that but something in the back of my mind it's just like that ptsd don't really go away because i haven't been to a jailhouse since 2010 yeah and i still have like ptsd for and i wasn't even in there that long and you didn't even go do fed time i can only imagine and that's what i'm saying it's like so so much that comes with that and but you're right or some things they have now i do feel like people go to prison maybe with a a more innocent but they they become worse off because of survival in prison i just think there's a lot to consider there and i do also think you know this is from personal experience with people i know 
prison can make people a lot more manipulative too. <laughs> they in there colluding with What's the worst you? of the worst. You know, they even you know, pe- just like people who swear up and down, they're not they're innocent of some crime, even though there's evidence proven they did. Because there's always that one chance that maybe somebody will believe them and they can get out. So they're gonna, so they they just you know, it is what it is. I you know, and this is just keeping it real. I I know a lot of felons, a lot of people that have gone to jail, gone to prison, done some really crazy things killed people got out you know what i'm saying just being very honest and i just feel like it's just not always like we're not talking about somebody who sold some ink pens we're talking about or somebody some, that had to do some, some time or some pencils from the book fail okay all right now let me ask you this if you were dating somebody and they went to jail prison for an extended amount of time would you stay down for them absolutely not absolutely not I'm in a space in my life and I understand stuff happens. And so I guess it's once again, circumstantial because if it's mm-hmm. something that, um, you know, I don't know. I honestly don't, but I'm going to just say no only because yeah. I'm not in that space in my life. Like right now. No. But is there a time cap on that? Huh? What if it's just a year? I, I think I could do it. I think two years max is all I could do. I don't know. And two years about, is actually like I'm like I think about my age and just like where I'm trying to be at right now and how I'm not there. And to for me to be trying to deal with somebody who got to go to prison for a year and come home and possibly not be able to find a job for a long time, and it's gonna be hard for them to get on their feet. And I'm gonna have to be that True. person to, you know, what I'm saying like that's just a no. Lot. You're right. And I mean, look at it coming from experience. I mean, you're right, though, seriously. But you know what? And I said I, I could do one or two years, but that is something to think about because unless they're an entrepreneur or they work in a field that would be easy to navigate into, their life really is changed forever. Because even on these job applications, they ask if you've been convicted. They ask if you had your record expunged. And they try to act like that's not going to impact your chances of getting hired, but it absolutely does. And oh, so, sure um, But I also think that my me staying down is heavily relying upon how long we've been together and how serious we are. Because if, you know, you know, I just, it's just, I just, let's just hope I don't ever have to choose. <laughs> Cause I don't, I just don't know. I mean, maybe a year max, but again, it's gotta be something very lightweight. Like you change your address so your kid can go to a different school zone. Mm-hmm. But if you if you was drunk driving and you killed somebody, it's a wrap from the day you get arrested. I'm sorry, I don't care because I, uh-uh. I I do, I do not I drunk driving. I've said many, multiple times before. I just it's just not it's something that really bothers me, and I've never even been associated with doing that. But something about it, it's just I don't know. But no, I I got you though. It's it's just very complex. But if it's a very serious relationship, and I and I I feel like in my heart of hearts that this person is you know. Somebody I can see my life with, I I would consider that one to maybe two year thing, but we would have to have been together for a long time. And I'm talking about like three, four years minimum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm only saying this based off the dudes that I have dated before, so it's like okay, I mean, but I will also again case by case because now I'm thinking like, why you? What did you do? And why did why did you feel like you had to resort to that anyway? All right, let's just move on because let's just say no. <laughs> Thank you. That's why I, I, I wasn't even finna go through all that because I'm. It's gonna be back and forth regardless. You know why? I'm gonna say no. Because I've seen people really turn their life around. Now this is a drastic example, but look at Gucci Mane. 
I mean, yeah, but Gucci, Gucci Mane also is what I consider a old school celebrity because he doesn't really live his life on social media like most people do. So we mm-hmm. don't really know what this man be doing in his downtime no, because right. he, he he only comes online when he is working, as it yeah, should no, be. Right. Because I feel like you know we complain about celebrities and how they act and how they're nasty people or whatever the case may be, but. It's so many people because not even say nothing like we don't even know if Beyonce is a terrible person and we love her. I but thought about that the whole her. documentary. Like she, she's such she's such a private person as it should be because it's like, in my opinion, me being an artist, I feel like every great artist is crazy. I mean, even looking back sure. at, at creators in general are crazy. Yeah, like even looking at looking back at Rihanna, like. <clears throat> Some of the stuff that she's been through and the situations that she's been in, I mean, we take light of it because we like her. But at the same time, it's just like these people are regular people. They do things. You know what I'm saying? Now, I, yeah. I'm the type of person where, like, if it has nothing to do with harming kids, harming people, um, sexual assault or anything like that, then I'm, I can probably overlook it um, or stealing but even stealing is substan is is circumstantial to me, Jack. Yeah, because at your big age, why are you stealing? What like what was, was this? Because I also feel like if we, you know, I can't even make excuses for that. Because I feel like if you were at a stage in your life where you gotta steal, we probably, I probably should have seen yeah. this coming. So when it comes to that, right? When it comes to stealing and scamming, I could make an excuse for it if it depended on how much the amount of money was. Like me. Looking at that situation that happened with Baby Blue from Pretty Ricky and how he had did like a PPP loan for like okay, but over you know what though he still end up winning in the situation. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So yeah, that's why I'm like, that's why I was saying about scamming early. I don't support scamming, but sometimes people just end up in some crazy joy. And it was so many people scamming that got away with it. So it's, he probably felt like I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's circumstantial. But that for... was stupid though. And look at who we talking about too. There's nothing about. I mean, for me, I wouldn't be with him to begin with but no. if that just happened to be the, if i met him after the fact and i end up liking him and i'm like dang that's crazy and he and you know also it's also how they explain it to you if we've been honest he's like listen man my mom and this this and that and she had me do this and I, honestly i knew i knew it was stupid and the moment i hit sand i knew it was stupid and then i just had you know what i'm saying it's just a, it's just i don't like circumstances all right, let's <laughs> because it's it's so conflicted, and it's like like, and that's why I use Gucci as an example because I don't even know what he got going on in his personal life. But even looking at him, it's like wow, wow. He don't be doing that but smiling. That's why everybody think he a clone. Okay, I'm done. Gucci man used to be a, a, a Remy real. Remy Ma went to prison. And she also cheated on her husband, who you held her down that. a long time. He he cheated on her too. They had he had a girlfriend while she was in prison, but they, I think they had an agreement. I don't Dang know enough it. about them. Yeah, me either. I'm gonna just I'm gonna stay out of. Let's it. move on from it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Go around me. All right, so um, today while we're recording is right now the uh series or season finale of Squid Games is on. And I just want to shout out to my girl, Ashley, for making it to, like, the final five. I mean, she literally was one of the, the – I mean, was it even five? Was it four? I don't even recall. But I was like – when she got eliminated, y'all, I screamed at the TV. I couldn't even believe it. She was so Dang. close. She was so 
close, man. And then she literally became the most hated person in America overnight, bro. The- For real? What? Oh my god! If I you don't just watch search- the show. I'm sorry. You know. ain't even gotta watch the show to see it. People have been hitting me up like, "Ain't this the girl that you was posting about, bro?" She been getting so many death threats. People chewing her out, call- being racist, talking about her son. And I'm so glad she don't have no pictures of him nowhere. Or she did before the show went live, but she did right by cleaning everything up before she um before. Wait, why it are they dropped. doing that though? Because she played dirty on one of these games, and they were saying that she wasn't she wasn't a team player. She wasn't loyal, but her her eyes. She's like, this ain't even a team game. I'm trying to win five million dollars. But it was nope. the way she went about it. She just, or at least the way it looked like she went about it. Like they basically, okay, you watch the original Squid Games. Yeah. So you remember when they was on that glass bridge? Yeah. And so her number was number five. Statistically speaking, she should have lost. But instead, the team agreed that so everyone has a fair chance. When the first person goes and the glass does not break, the second person is going to go and take the next step. And then the person behind them will take the next step. So that way everyone, instead of having the first person fall, the second person fall, they're just trying to give everybody equal chance. Anyway, Ashley said, nah, she wasn't going for that. So Ashley literally walked across the bridge to the whatever point that she knew the glass wasn't going to break and stayed put while everybody else went ahead of her and tested the, 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 uh, the glass out. And she made it across. Cause she refused to move. I did that when I went to the virtual reality um squid games, but I ended up falling on the way back because you had to walk Baby, across the Ashley and ain't fall. Ashley ain't fall. And she let me tell you something. The girl getting all kinds of death threats, hate mail. It's so crazy. You can literally see, and it's been so weird opening up TikTok and social media in general and seeing people talking about my friends so dirty. I'm like, oh my, this is crazy. This is crazy. She's a tough person, but Jesus Christ. Um, anyway, yeah, man, that's why I be so scared to be on TV because I feel like I'm not a dislikable person, but of course, somebody is always gonna find something to dislike you. Yeah, about. it don't take much, but and think about it the editor is not in your hands, so who knows no. what. And for all we know that she didn't actually like she definitely made it across from for not agreeing with the team plan. Let's be clear. But I feel like they they kind of made it seem worse than it did by continuing to show people's faces and show her stillness. She the Atlanta came out. Let's just say that. Mm. Uh huh. Anyways, um, so there have been several more people filing lawsuits against Diddy. Um, one thing I did not know when Cassie filed her lawsuit was that there was a law that was in effect in New York that was set to expire. I think either the day of or the day after Cassie filed her lawsuit, and the, the terms of that law was basically saying that people could file a lawsuit for several years back. And so I think that once that law expired, it's basically like if it didn't happen in the last few years, and I'm just literally give I don't exactly know the the words verbatim. But it was like if it didn't happen in the last few years, you don't have a case. And so that's why so many other cases have been submitted against so many different celebrities around that same week. Um but Anyhow, I think that what Cassie did allow other people to speak up and speak out about Diddy. And it's just very interesting that he made that statement today, basically saying that the stuff that people are saying about him is not true. I'm like, R. Kelly said the same thing. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. You, you gotta I mean, what, be... What else do we expect people in a situation like that to say? I know, but I also feel like, and maybe this is the arrogant side of him, 
you gotta really be ballsy to be guilty and i don't know who's guilty but i do believe he did everything they said he did but you gotta be ballsy to even speak at a time like this you just need to shut up but i think that people like him are so used to having control and power that if they make this statement maybe they can maybe they can regain control and be able to handle the situation and i don't doubt that these people are money hungry and i don't even doubt that cassie is money hungry but the fact if it happened it happened you know what I'm yeah. saying? This is how we're going to sell it. Because if we're being honest, taking it to court to press charges can take an extremely long time, a lot of money, which would, would not be in favor of the victim. And who's to say that anything will actually happen just for him to be able to have the ability to be found, you know, a hung jury or however it goes. I don't know. I've never been on trial. But, um, and for her to, now people to like victim blame her. But anyhow, I just think it's um very interesting, his choice of words today, trying to deny what's happening. And I'm just like, okay, all right, buddy. Dang, I ain't even see that. I must ain't been online all day. He said, this is his statement. It says, enough is enough. For the last couple of weeks, I have sat silently and watched the people try to assassinate my character, destroy my reputation, and my legacy. Sickening allegations have been made against me by individuals looking for a quick payday. Let me be absolutely clear. I did not do any of the awful things being alleged. I will fight for my name, my family, and for the truth. Okay. Which I don't, maybe he's talking about the murder of Tupac. He can't be talking about the abuse. Oh my God, this is really crazy though. And I, I hate that these people went through this because being going up against somebody like that who literally has the power to do whatever, and I didn't Make even know that disappear. I didn't know it even got that deep. Like this is some real life mafia type stuff. Yes, you're right. This it is, is life mafia type stuff for real. And I didn't even know like the extent like in my head and i know i know stuff like this happens and i know crazy things happen all the time but i know i said this on the previous episode but i just don't be thinking that people would go this deep to do stuff especially when they're in those type of uh positions but the more money you get to me that that that's just how evil people are now that's not yes. what they're yeah no you're that's right not with everybody, a lot of them but Power I changes people. I can't, like, this is insane. And then it's just the people who, the so a lot of the people who've been targeted or been um, victims of this situation are people that we've grown to love. So now it makes me question everybody. Like, I'm looking down the list, like, damn, he used to F with so-and-so. I wonder what they went through. I'm even For looking sure. at, at the situation with, Car like, looking at Carisha, because I'm like, I know everybody's like, oh, you don't need to be with him, blah, blah, blah. But also, that wouldn't even look right. And on his end, for one, and ain't no telling what type of stipulations he don't put her on or just... NDAs. All type of stuff. She's probably stuck in that relationship until this trial over, to be honest. Yeah, if it's even a real relationship, if we're being real, but um, because people have said that, but yeah, man, I I don't doubt it. Cause think of, I mean, I feel like since we were able to use our ears and listen, people have spoken out about the dirty games being played in the industry, some of the sick stuff that happened to people, and I just think that we're finally in the era where people can do something about it and not, you know, and they they feel supported. Cause I think it's just much easier to like make a social media post or just go straight to the courthouse and let the news leak than back in the day. Cause who you gonna tell the tabloids? You know what I'm saying? Or people can pay to cover up people can have news articles stop being pressed but once it's on the internet it lives there forever and you get real-time reactions and you got everybody's attention and the news spread a lot faster but i don't doubt it i was talking to a friend today about like people that are ceos of these big companies basically my company they um they are claiming to still support the hybrid slash remote work model 
which I beg to differ. But anyway, um, I was just talking to my friend about, you know, how I think that a lot of these big company CEOs really like band together to implement these same policies, a.k.a. get people to come back to the office. And if all the big box brands agree to this, then everybody's going to fall in line because the people that are the, um, they have the biggest share market share, they set the standard. And so people want to work for the Googles, for the Microsoft, for the Walmarts, for the whoever. And so they're going to do if if. Basically, if you want to work here, this is what you got to do. And so then everybody will fall in place. But um, my company, I'm not sure if I talked about this on the show before, but basically the city, my, my company is in Minneapolis and um, they they, have, they play a big part in the uh, local economy. Like as any company, like a college. Like if this, like you think about like, um, let's say Georgia Tech, for example, it's probably not the best example, but you know, Georgia Tech is like downtown, some parts of midtown, whatever. But if that school wasn't there, a lot of those local restaurants, a lot of those different businesses over there would lose money because a lot of it comes from students that are passing through the area. The same applies when a corporation is a part of a city. So in Atlanta, we have Coca-Cola company, we have Home Depot. Matter of fact, when I worked at Home Depot, there's a Panera Bread right in front of the, the office that all of you go in there, you see a Home Depot, you can go in there right now, they probably closed, you still see a Home Depot employee. Mm-hmm. But a lot of their money came from these employees that are going to this office. So when people in this office are now working from home, Panera Bread is losing customers. Now they're losing money. Now people are losing jobs, losing hours and things like that. So it has a trickle-down effect on the local economy. So a lot of these big companies, they have a social responsibility to bring economy or bring money to the local business or the cities that they're built in. Because a lot of times these businesses get such a huge discount on the rent for their buildings or for the ability to exist in that space because of the money that it brings. So when you don't have people coming to this office that you're getting this benefit for even having, it has a huge impact on the, on all the business, mom and pop, corporate chains, whatever. So anyway, I know that um, I, as, as somebody that works remote, I love it. I enjoy it, but I hate to be that person, but I actually do understand. And, um, but I'm going to avoid it by all costs <laughs> at the same time, but they yeah, have been trying to, uh, They've been so that, for example, my company has been doing a lot of new positions that are hybrid and hybrid only benefits people that live in Minneapolis and I'm not moving. And um, so it's either stay in my position for as long as possible or, you know, ask somebody if they're willing to accommodate a remote worker or something like that. But anyway, I say all that to say, I don't remember what I always oh, talk about the power that these, comp- these corporations have. Like you also have to be a certain kind of individual to want to be a CEO of a multi-billion dollar company. You know what I mean? You got to be a different kind of person to even want to have that kind of power or to run for president or to be in management to manage people in general. That's definitely that's definitely a control um, kink there. <laughs> so it doesn't surprise me that people and it doesn't surprise me that people that are filthy rich from the music industry where there's a lot of high turnover. Everybody pretty much is an individual business. They know HR. I can under, it makes, I definitely believe it when they do this weird, crazy stuff because they have the ability to make it change. I wish I, I would be wishing that I could um, speak on like corporate stuff just because I feel like corporate jobs are what are, what make America. That's what makes America. Literally. Money. You yeah, know what I'm saying? For sure. We and are the so, spenders. Like, they are the hirers. With somebody like me not saying that my job isn't important because it's so many different people that have to be in the, you know, in a spotlight. But just imagine if one day it becomes a trend where newscasters and, and corporate people um, are like, okay, no, we, y'all have to be barefaced. I ain't gonna, mm. I ain't gonna have no job. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not gonna be important. And think about that. I mean, no, but you're right, though. So these people, these corporations, I mean, in reality, even though you may not be a corporate employee, a lot of your money comes from the corporate aspect. But oh, you're right, though. 
So if they decide like, oh, we got to cut budgets on glam or we need y'all to do your own makeup. So that'll impact your livelihood, which impacts your apartment building, which impacts your community where you get groceries. And, and that's why things like during the pandemic, they had to give out stimulus checks or they had to have corporate bailouts because they need that money to keep circulating, to keep things, to keep things or whatever. But it's clearly we got inflation, which is having its own effect. And I had to get on my um my economic spiel, but um, I'm not sure if anybody follows me on Twitter, but I definitely talked about wanting to pivot my career into urban planning. Um, ever since I became a real estate owner, investor, whatever. What is urban planning? I didn't see that. I don't know what that is. Though. So think about like the Beltline in Atlanta. So p- people that work at urban planning, they find ways to make a city be more efficient, whether that's highways, um, walkable cities, being able to have more ele- electric car chargers, just things like that. And so um, ever since I got into real estate, it, it forced me almost to be more invested in my community and find communities that had things that I enjoy and that I appreciated. And so because of the lack in metro atlanta i moved further away where those things existed and so it it made me become a more informed voter somebody that reads news more often to understand what's going on in the local community but i want to work in the tech aspect of it because there's with everything that exists there is data so i'm going to try to find my way to pivot into um something like that but um urban planners travel often they live in different cities they work in the private sector they work for the government things like that and um there's not i mean there's good money there but it's not what I'm currently making, but I'm willing to make that jump if my business can um grow just a tad. I like that. So I, I actually was online today and I saw that they have like an underground tunnel just for Teslas in Vegas. Oh, in Vegas. Yes, I saw that. And I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Stuff like I, that comes from an urban planet and also uh, corporate. Uh, what's his name? Elon Musk probably played a part in just uh, probably a marketing scheme that he set up, but you know. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah, I, I'm looking for ways to be more efficient um, with the environment. Um, I've been looking at places to move to because I'm like, I'm honestly getting to a point where I'm tired of living downtown. I don't feel like I live in California at all, if I'm being honest. Mm. Like, I feel yeah. like me, I spend a lot of my time at home um, um, or whatever, just because I'm, I'm trying not to spend money like that and then like, I just a lot of the stuff that I want to do requires me to be on my laptop or um, editing stuff. Like I'm literally becoming a content creator overnight, so I have to do a lot of my stuff at home. And I'm comfortable here. I'm not gonna act like I'm not, but at the same time, um, living in this loft building, I feel like my walls are way too thin. Um, I literally hear dogs barking all night. People partying which is it wasn't an issue at first and i think it's just because i, I saw the glitter in california and i'm like i'm gonna ignore everything except roaches yeah it's like, so, oh, it ain't that big of a deal i mean i'm in the city yeah and so mm-hmm. now i'm just like okay i've explored california i've seen different areas and i'm like okay this would be cool so now i'm in the process of just like fi- figuring that out and then i came to the conclusion recently that i actually think i want a electric vehicle I really want a Tesla, but I just hate how they look. They ugly. Yes, So I'm like, I really hate them. Like, they need to come out with some old models. And I think the Cybertruck is just entirely ignorant for me to have. It's just not realistic. I get it. Are they even out yet? No, but I haven't seen seen them for real. But in L.A., people be having stuff like that. Like, it'll be a random person (laughs) driving down the street with a Cybertruck. Whole time is Elon Musk. Exactly. You know what's so crazy? Um, 
I don't know what part of LA he live in or California, but um, some people be saying that they they can see or hear when he be taking them little trips to space. Oh, from the um, uh, from the oh, is there a launch site in California? Did I know that SpaceX? Oh yeah, SpaceX. Yeah, SpaceX is is out here. So I'm yeah. like, I don't know. I just I just I don't. I'm just trying to grow up. Every day I feel like it's a journey. Well, I think it's. I think it's. It makes sense that you move where you move as a newcomer because you had to get to know the area to see what you like. Like, like think about in Atlanta. It's not likely that people would come to Atlanta and then decide to move to Dunwoody. You know what I'm saying? That's one of those areas that you kind of have to grow to appreciate because you have been able to explore the city in certain kind of ways. Urban planners make places like Dunwoody desirable. And if we being real, pre in the Back in our parents' days, urban planners were the reasons why um, neighborhoods were black communities were ruined. So it's important to have people like us in those spaces. I wanted to say that earlier. They also play a part with like adding landscape and greenery and stuff like that. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, I think that um, now that you've spent two years there, you've been able to see what you do and don't like, what worked for you, some of the sacrifices you're willing to make, and you know your way around. So now it's like, okay, well, I'm gonna move to where I want to be at for real. Because imagine if you move to wherever you want to go now. If you would have moved there first, you probably would have wanted to live in downtown LA. So it's like, dang. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But it's getting it's bad. It's like, like this morning, for instance, I woke up this morning. Um, I've been like trying to change my morning routine. I feel like I notice a change when I start my morning off in a positive way. I'll try to get up and stretch. I'll find different stretching videos on YouTube. And then for like the first two hours of me waking up, um, I'll try to listen to um, some music without words. Mm-hmm. Like I just listen to, um, like instrumentals instrument. Yeah. Like I don't even know what, what to even call it, but lately I've been listening to Andre 3000 album. Um, and then I listen to like some educational podcasts talking about like either health stuff or just, um, you know, how to be more productive, um, how to separate from social media, just so many different podcasts to watch. And then I get, I'm just so excited for the day and so happy for the day. And then I go outside with my wagon full of my makeup on my way to my client. As soon as I step out the door, there is a crackhead fighting the air. And I'm sitting here like trying to run because yeah, he's you on so a high, and now you he on a high. You blowing your he high. on a different type of high, and mm-hmm. it's like he's swinging in the air, and it's getting close to me, and I'm like low key running from him. That just ruins my day a little bit because then I start feeling so paranoid because I feel like I even was walking to my car one day, and I saw somebody that could have. I'm, I'm not gonna diagnose them, but it looked like they were schizophrenic, and they were they wiggled their way into the parking lot that I that I park in and was just walking around broad they like pulling on people's handles trying to open their cars oh my like, does this happen when I'm in the house so in my house when oh, I'm in probably the, I get so paranoid because I'm like what did I leave on my seat because yeah I know you know what I'm saying I don't want to well if you like got that. a Tesla you'd know because they got all them cameras on there you see what I'm saying so I'm like the whole LA, uh, the whole LA County isn't isn't safe. I mean, it's so much crime out here. Like, even, they've been finding like body parts all over LA. Apparently, there was a serial killer that just been caught a few days ago. Um, but they've been tied like, to the models. No, but he's been killing homeless people. Like, and and it's been like body parts everywhere, all over the city. Then I've I've seen something about 
a guy who was a very famous filmmaker, his son just went to jail for murder because they found um, decapitated heads and body parts of missing people in his house. It's just stuff like that. So you really can't escape it for real. But at the same time, I would like for my neighborhood to be presented as yeah. safe. At the, no, at the, I agree you with you. Know what I'm saying, like, I, I'm, I'm fine with living in a, in a world of delusion for a second. <laughs> I trust me. You see where I live at. I had to move myself out, and and I mean, stuff obviously happens, but it ain't nowhere. Let me tell you something. When I lived in Tucker, which is very close to Stone Mountain, my Ring app used to go off every other hour. I swear to God, about something crazy. When I moved to Smyrna, it'll be like every two weeks. I was like, oh, this is, and mind you, when I lived in Tucker, I had minimized the radius for the notifications that I got. And because I was so close to the border of Stone Mountain, it didn't change it. When I was in Smyrna, and I mean, obviously, like I said, stuff happens everywhere, but it wouldn't get reported on that ring app. And this is, this was like the peak of my, my, the whole reason I left Tucker was because of my PTSD. So imagine getting them kind of alerts. It was just becoming too much. So when I moved to Smyrna, it was like, okay, all right, we good. We good. We got, we can, we we can Mm. chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. So I've been that has just been really on my mind lately, just about like what is next for me. Like, yeah, even business wise, like I need more. I need more. Like, I need to find some passive or some way to uh, create some passive income and just have like separate businesses outside of this one because I'm not going to be able to survive off of just doing makeup out here. Not, yeah. I mean, I can, but. Um, not to the extent that you it's not want. realistic right now, especially coming off this strike thing. Like I'm, I'm just now starting to make money again after months, months. So like, I'm just like, that really woke me up for real. Cause I'm just like, at the end of the day, um, I don't really have like no, 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 no place that I'm clocking into or no 401k or nothing. So that's why I'm like hiring a financial advisor to help me with stuff like that. And then my focus for the next year is to get signed to an agency just so that I can have those benefits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm trying to get in the union and sign to an agency just so I can have those benefits behind me. So, yeah. Did you learn anything when you so connected with the financial advisor? Um, yes, I actually took notes. Um, so I was I have a little bit of homework. I'm supposed to so they were so today when I had a meeting with them, we just basically went over my um expenses, like for yearly, monthly, just write literally writing down like everything, like how much I spent on groceries, um, car insurance, health insurance, rent, you know how much is in my account right now how much debt do i owe um how many credit cards do i have and what's the balance on those and so after we did that evaluation today i was suggested to get a um something that my sister told me about for forever a high yield savings account (laughs) oh what a coinkydink look at that so look um, at that. I'm glad I said I told I'm glad I could say I told you so. Go ahead though. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But you know what? I, I don't think I was in a in a space to even be thinking about stuff like that. I get it. Yeah, I get yeah. it. You know even if it's two dollars. But I, I genuinely do understand, trust me. But so, here we are. Full circle. I love that. I love it. So I'm opening a um 
um, I had to open up another bank account because they want me to start um, um, saving in a high yield savings savings account, and then I have to get a zero percent interest uh, rate credit card. Um, they're suggesting. Um, is that the um the secured credit card? Yeah. Or is that okay? But, um, and then I'm supposed to just I'm supposed to do my own research on what S SCP IRA is. I don't know what that is. SCP is S and P. Why is it SCP? I think it's S and P. It's an it's a it's an acronym for a IRA is a is basically a retirement plan. So you mentioned earlier that you don't have a four hundred one k, which are usually funded by employers, but an IRA essentially is the same thing except you fund it yourself the only difference is that with corporations they match your contributions so if you contribute three percent of every paycheck blah 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 but i have both i have an ira and i have a 401k and um and the reason why is because the ira is a little bit more aggressive so my money grows a lot faster than it does when it's with um my company i I contribute five hundred dollars a month to that and then i don't know how much i give to my darn 401k child so we um so basically what they're doing now with that information um so the next time we meet is uh, I'm supposed to take care of that just get those situated so that so we can figure out what will be a sensible amount for me to um put in my savings a week or a month or whatever you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. I have to work on that this week which I mean it shouldn't take that much because I mean all I can yeah do that's is- good these are very necessary I'm happy to hear this for real especially that Roth IRA especially or the uh, the traditional IRA that's two different ones but um these are things that you're gonna be glad you started no matter when you start you're gonna be glad I mean I remember my first time and it's just me just keeping it real my first time ever investing in an IRA I think I gave like twenty thousand dollars and within like two years maybe maybe three four years actually it became forty thousand dollars and so that would have never happened in my checking account i was that's a lot of money but this was at a stage in my life where i had been saving money for so long and it wasn't doing nothing i didn't have no high yield savings account i didn't have nothing i didn't want to just have this money sitting in my account obviously it's in a retirement a retirement plan now but it's something that has grown i mean you only want to see my balance today is giving retire tomorrow if we be <laughs> anyway. But I'm just saying that's why that's why I contribute so much to it now because I wanted to continue to grow and that's an addition. And then anytime I have left a job, I'll decide like if I want to move that money over, blah blah blah. Anyway, but they they gave you some. I think everything they gave you was a really good, um, realistic stepping stones to get to that point. It, and it, you'll be you'll be glad, especially that high yield savings. One of my high yield savings account has accrued like four hundred dollars in free money this year. Now that might not be a lot to some of y'all, but that Lily will pay my car note. So yeah, for I got sure, car note for free. So I'm just I'm I'm trying to get on my uh, me and my friends say my grown woman tea. <laughs> yeah, well, you doing it? You doing the right thing? I, I, I hate saying grown man because let me be real, I know more responsible grown women than men. So. It's okay. That, yeah, but they want they want us to be convinced that y'all are the leaders, though. But anyway, but no, I hope that you you know you get to a place where you could talk about this more. I think that more people need to hear about these type of things and how easy not easy because I know it's all subjective, but it is something that everyone could essentially get started in, and it doesn't yeah. take a lot of money. And see, what I appreciate about them is next week we're having a um, financial education course, just okay. because they understand that this is like chicken scratch to me like i don't know what none of this stuff means (laughs) yeah so then we're gonna just go over um you know 
stuff that I need to learn and just fully understand what I'm doing and what I'm signing up for, for real. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. Got to start go. somewhere. Yeah. Well, you're off, to, you're off to the right start. And technically, we're supposed to retire in our 60s. So, you got about 30-something years to get it right. Hopefully, um, Before hopefully the I can um, somehow marry a, a rich, marry rich and... and you know, or be rich. What? Hello, why you can't be the the married? Both of y'all can be the rich, rich, man. Yeah, I, I I hope I could become a millionaire in a year. That's how I'll be thinking, but I know that ain't really. Well, let's not forget millionaires based off net worth and not dollar amount. So let's hope so that I you have more than that. Oh, exactly. We want more than just the, the net worth because sometimes I can't do a whole lot for you, but bragging rights. Ask yeah, me how I know. For but sure. yeah, so um, but no, that's what's up. I think that um, I'm excited for you. I'm very excited for you. I'm just so glad that you mentioned that high yield savings account. I want everybody listening to know that I told y'all so. All mm. y'all and yeah. Instagram. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Free it's money, right. baby. And if you see how much for people listening, if you see how much somebody like a Wells Fargo, a Chase, or whoever will give you as far as interest on your savings versus a high yield savings account. You, we talking pennies to $20, like two pennies versus $20. And that might not seem like a lot, but how about you go outside, put a $20 bill on the ground and go back in the house? Exactly. But you'll put them two pennies on the ground, but you was not putting them $20 on the ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's wrap this up. So how, what are your Christmas plans looking like? Is everything pretty much set in stone? Um, so as of now, I know y'all, well, if y'all don't know, I'm coming to Atlanta on the 19th and I will be there until the 4th. Mm-hmm. So um, the day that I land is Zay's birthday, so okay, okay. I'm, I'm literally landing landing in Atlanta at like two p.m. and he's having a birthday dinner at seven, and then he's going to um this like new interactive bar kind of situation that they just opened up. So we're gonna go there. Um, my actual Christmas plans, my sister is like my family decided to have Christmas at everybody's own house this year. Oh, so boy. I'm gonna convince her. I mean I'm I mean I'm sure that'll change if they know. I put it on Facebook I was coming home. So hopefully that kind of light yeah, the fire. Around the troops. You know yeah. but if not, um um my mom's side of the fam of, of her family live lives in Palmetto. So they be like I oh, forgot about uh, Palmetto you got to come see us. Da, 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 da. So I'm going to try to convince my sister to drive there. It's not that far. So I'm going to ask her. I'm going to see if she want to go down there for Christmas because we always eat down, baby. Let me tell you something. My family in Palmetto cooks down. And, and, I, and I, I just love being around that part of my family because it feels like family. Like, I feel yeah. like they don't skip no holidays. Everybody is so close because Palmetto is just such a small city. So... And my family is huge. Like my family is huge. It's it's to the point where it's like my mom's like grandma, granddaddy house was or or aunts. All of them is on the same street. Mm, like it's like small one of those town for things. real. Yeah, like, but that's just because they just want to live around each other. I mean, obviously they some people have moved into different spots, but um, they all live in close proximity, and they ha- and they make sure every holiday they're together. So I'm like, that. maybe we should my, just go My Liberian family is like that. I can't lie. They are actually, they really show up for each other. I mean, obviously I'm part of that family. I, I show up too. It. But I they, you've seen family. the pictures from my nephew's play and stuff. Like, yeah. it wasn't even a question. A lot of us came to two shows and it wasn't even cheap. 
Yeah. If we be no, real. I, and I wish that my family was like that, but I get it and I understand why it isn't like that. Mm-hmm. But um that's something that I just really wish that I had for myself. So I that makes it. me want to start a family. Because I'm like, damn, I don't want yeah. no kids. Yeah, you lost me there. But no, I just I just I don't like that. I don't know. I don't like how not close we are. And I feel like I I want that for myself. So I always tell myself, if you want that, if you want that, you need to create the space for that. So Yeah, no, I agree. But I do think regardless, you can start your own traditions and maybe it won't be lit at first. Because for example, like my, my Liberian family, I don't re- that's my it's basically my dad's side of the family. And it's not even all right. So, because my dad's not like it's it's complicated. It's not even complicated. My dad, I'm not Liberian. None of my parents are, but my dad's ex-wife is, and so my sister, my siblings, all of them, and their their aunties and all that are Liberian. So I spend a lot of time with them because that's my sister's family. It's complicated. All right. Anyway, so I um I remember I went to the family reunion this year, and there was such a huge turnout. We talking hundreds of people, but they were saying when they first had a reunion, it was maybe fifty. You know what I'm saying? So it won't be the turnout you want right away, but you could put that tradition in people's head, and you could plan it so well that people will be like, next year I can't miss out. Like even my friends gave it. Oh yeah. my god, so many people was like, dang, you know, everybody, and they not getting one. But it was just nice to know that I know how to put on a, a function. But now Let's when I have you- my next one. People were like, oh, yeah, I'm coming. I couldn't make it last year, but I'd be there. And it just can grow into people wanting to participate, possibly. Um, Even with me having stuff like that, I ain't never really had. I mean, Atlanta, maybe, but, like, I don't have the desire to have people here. And and that's, that's like, a thing in L.A. Everybody is a hoster. The whole point is to host things at your house. Like, people don't really – people go out here, but people – interact more at house stuff like i don't know if you watch my vlog at the friends giving of course of course i watch all your vlogs let's be clear i watched the whole thing i did speed through that performance but i watched everything else yeah i feel like i did put a lot of that but i wanted i i, I just put my favorite songs up there but um i, I ain't hear none of them I'm sorry. but um no, that Friendsgiving that I went to, that's like something that happens every night in LA. Like that type of vibe, like those people getting together. And we don't have that in Atlanta. Everybody meet at the club. I mean, we yeah, might pregame uh, at somebody's house, but it don't really give that all the time. Yeah. But out here, well, it's it does, like a- but maybe not in the circles you was in. Because a lot of my friends, they have an event for every celeb- every occasion. So see, I think it just might be the people. Because I mean, I'm about to go people. to a Friendsmas. I got. I got a Steve Harvey themed birthday party that I got invited to. Oh my you god! Know, See what I'm saying? But <laughs> out here they're common. Like everybody does that, and so people look at my space and they're like, "Damn, why you don't ever host nothing over here?" And I'm like, "I don't know." Yeah, just, man, all you gotta do know. is wake up. They'll find their way over there. I did have my little birthday thing here, and it actually turned out pretty good. It was about 25 people here. See, my anxiety was fucked up, but I, I mean, you know, it is <laughs> no, what it I is. Understand. Baby steps, but I do think you can work on creating your own traditions, whatever it is. Maybe you want people, it can start with your birthday or something, or a game night or whatever. It don't have to be at your house, but if you want to have it somewhere, make it inexpensive so at yeah. least you get the turnout you want. And then I, over time, I said start, that since yeah. I have more friends here now that I was going to put together a bonfire. There you and go. And just King. let that be, you know, that could be like my, um, I feel like that wouldn't be so. I, went, I did have a bonfire recently, maybe in the last couple of months, but. Um, mo- everybody that was there was friends of the person that I was dating previously. It was only like three of my friends there, and about Ooh, twelve. I'm just playing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, next caller. Yeah. 
All right. Well, let's wrap this thing up. Sorry to um to to cut this short. Oh, it's been an hour. Never mind. We ain't cutting nothing short. But all right. I'm well, I'm gonna put on my Ivy Park and go to the movies. I tried to get a little Renaissance Cub and popcorn basket. They said it sold out on the first day. So me and my smart water and nachos went right to my seat. I don't want that. I really want that. I wonder if it's gone. They might have it at yours, but AMC Parkway Point said we got enough for one day and one day only. So good luck. Don't try AMC, to go on eBay. AMC Burbank. That's the one that I'm going. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Can't wait to go to the nail salon. I'm going to keep reminding. You know, it's funny. My nephew's place was right there on Rainbow Drive. I said, Dan could have went to the nail salon. Listen. Twice. But it was in the afternoon. Somebody told me rock soft clothes. I need to double check. No, no, no. We oh no 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 no. Somebody told me that like this past week because I was naming. They are not closed. They they closed Monday and Tuesdays, but they not closed for business. Why would they threaten us like that? Oh my god, my my migraines. Okay, I gotta go. I gotta take some medicine. Don't don't play with me like that. Ooh that ooh that fool was so. All right, bye. Holla at your girl. Bye, see ya. How at your twirly world. I I'm guess. Just trying to remix uh, it. Okay, bye. <laughs>